After a pretty exciting draft, it is now time for Free Agent Frenzy. So we're going to be talking about that today on Locked On Blue Jackets. Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you all of the news, the rumors, the assumptions, the hot takes about your favorite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Thank you. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day. Every day, Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube. Uh, and I want to thank everyone for jumping onto the draft coverage. Uh, I saw a huge, huge spike in uh, listeners and watchers after the draft last weekend. So uh, shout out to all you guys. Um, thanks for thanks for that. And to anyone new. Welcome on in. You're never going to have to get behind a paywall for a lockdown product, so uh, enjoy your time here. Today, uh, we're going to do a quick roundup of the second day of the draft, now that I no longer have a uh, debilitating migraine preventing me from recording. And then we're going to take a look at Free Agent Frenzy, which starts in oh, about three and a half hours. Uh, a couple of big names taken off the board. But uh, there's still a couple of other options that I think could be there for the Blue Jackets, so uh, we're going to talk about that. First, uh, let's talk about the second round of the draft, because the Blue Jackets drafted some new children, um, some of whom I'm quite excited about. Uh, so at 44th overall, they drafted uh, Luca Del Bel Belluz, who uh, is a guy that I had kind of had my, my eye on while... Uh, while I was doing my kind of general look of, okay, what who's going to be available in the second round and onwards, you know, obviously I did most of the research on first round stuff, but uh, beyond that, I uh, didn't didn't really have a lot of uh, knowledge on the, the later rounds, but Del Barbalouz was a guy that could potentially have gone late first round, so I kind of had an eye on him, and uh, he looks fun. Uh, I think he's going to be, again, a longer project. I don't think we're going to see him very, uh, very soon. Uh, OHL player. Um, play. He's uh, 6'1", so bigger than, bigger than I thought. He plays like he's smaller, um, but he is... Over a point per game player uh, with the Mississauga Steelheads, he had 76 points in 68 games, which is honestly pretty, pretty good. Uh, so super excited for him. Um, the guy that we drafted in the third round, I think, is my favorite, my favorite late round prospect that we drafted. This guy called Jordan Dumai, um, and Jordan Dumai was third in the entire QMJHL for scoring this season. Uh, he plays for the Halifax Mooseheads. He had 109 points in 68 games um, and somehow fell all the way to 96th overall. Um, and this is because he is five foot nine and 165 pounds because teams are still terrified of uh, short players. But 
this is a guy that I'm really, really excited about. When they said that they drafted him there, I was like, okay, cool. And then um, I went and looked him up. I was like, holy crap, this kid is, uh, I mean, he's really, really good in the queue. Whether that'll translate to the uh, the pros, I'm unsure, but it's a very Blue Jackets pick of this guy has skill out the wazoo. Let's draft him. Let's see. Let's see what we get. Um, and I think he could be up there with maybe a, one of the steals of the draft, honestly. Um, he was ranked, I think, he was ranked like 30th overall by one prospect guy. Uh, so the fact that he fell to 96, like, it's exciting. For me, a person who loves short players succeeding. So uh, that's Jordan Dumai. Super excited about that. Uh, they traded into the fifth round and picked uh, a goaltender, Kirill Dolzhenkov. Uh, Russian kid. I don't know a ton about him. Um, goalies are really hard to predict, obviously. Um, stops pucks. Which is which is good. Um, one of the one of three goalies ranked in the top hundred in uh, a couple of prospects scouting kind of lineups. So again, that could be uh, an interesting piece. Probably a few years off, as most goaltenders are, but could be could be interesting at the uh, at the end of the day. And uh, I think. That is, uh, that is it. Oh, no, we drafted uh, one more kid. We drafted James Fisher uh, out of high school, I believe, in the seventh round. Again, kind of a, a hey, why the heck not um, pick. He is literally just turned 18 a couple of months ago. Um, Denton Potato just turned 18 yesterday, by the way, so he's very, very young. Um, but, uh, 6'2", 194 pounds, uh, he's a center, uh, has been playing in the U.S. High School Prep League, point-per-game player there for Belmont, um, committed to Northeastern, so, uh, I suspect he'll probably go there for at least a couple of seasons, and, uh, again, might not turn into anything. At the, seven, at the seventh round, it's really a case of, hey, we'll pick this guy, um, but has has some nice nice potential. So uh, that's uh, that's the roundup of of Blue Jackets draft picks. It seems like a seems like a pretty good pretty good haul, honestly. Uh, I think the overall count was three forwards, two defensemen, and a goalie. Which hey, that's a whole starting lineup. So uh, pretty pretty happy with that. And. Uh, Dev camp is happening at the minute, and so that's if you've been following along on social media, that's been a lot of fun. Um, there's been lots of footage of them on the ice, and also the uh, also them uh, off the ice, uh, learning how to like function like adults and whatnot, uh, learning to cook things like that. So it's been uh, a lot of fun. Uh, in a minute, we're gonna jump on to free agency because, like I said, it's happening basically as soon as this podcast goes live. So. Uh, 
that's going to be that's going to be fun. Uh, we're going to talk about that in a minute. But first, I want to tell you about BetOnline.net because it is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Uh, if you had wanted to put money on where Kenny Malkin was going to end up, BetOnline.net would have been the place to go uh, up until about two a.m. last night. So, uh, BetOnline.net is your number one source. Go there for all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, news, including this year's uh, Major League Baseball season. Um, obviously, NHL futures are on there. Football is starting up soon. Uh, Summer League basketball, I'm sure you can bet on that. Uh, but online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And it remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, golf, uh, tennis is happening over here right now. So if you want to bet on the tennis, then you can do that there. Head to the website today. That is BetOnline.net. Or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action because BetOnline is where the game starts. So free agency is uh, happening as we speak well not as we speak it's a it's a weird it's a weird little time uh happening at the minute in that everyone knows kind of what's going on and who's going where and what's happening but no one has really been able to do anything because free agency doesn't officially open until noon today that being said there are a bunch of uh trades happening there's been a bunch of uh, announcements of so-and-so is going to free agency i think the biggest one is probably john e. goodrow who is not coming to the to the blue jackets but it would be super neat if he did uh he's probably going to go to another metro team and make my life hell for the next eight years um game Malkin was another big one uh, obviously before he signed late late last night and uh killed all of the drama for separating the crosby and malkin um era in pittsburgh but that's fine um that being said there are options out there for the blue jackets yamaka kleiner typically not a big spender in free agency uh you know we've talked about it before kekalainen loves to build his team through the draft uh if he has to make a trade he will but he loves to draft players uh he doesn't go out and do big trade deadline acquisitions usually he doesn't go out and uh pay big money for free agents you know i think our last two big free agents were like gus nyquist and sean corrali so do with that what uh what you will but and i've been thinking about this a lot especially since the draft obviously drafting two defensemen in the first round um i have been thinking if they have an idea of a center they want to target in free agency. Um, there are a couple of them available. We'll talk about them in a minute. But I was surprised that they drafted two defensemen. And then I was thinking about how the Canadians, obviously they drafted Yuri Slavkovsky instead of Shane Wright because they had Kirby Duck in the wings. Basically, that trade was was ready to go. And so they were like, well, we have our center now. Um, so we'll we'll pick a, we'll pick a winger to play with him. And that's, I'm wondering if it's vaguely the same thing for the Blue Jackets. Obviously, Kekalainen is, um, you, you can't you can't have a free agency deal in place before free agency officially opens, I don't think. So obviously he doesn't know for sure, but I wonder if he's been working hard 
at looking at uh, a couple of names for center. So that's kind of how I'm looking at this free agency. I don't think they're not going to go out there and go for, you know, uh, Johnny Goodrow. I don't think they're going to go out there and go for um, like a John Klingberg, for example. But uh, there are there are some some guys out there. A uh, couple that I have mentioned on the the Twitter that I think could be uh, could be pretty good for the Blue Jackets. I don't think we're going to go out there and get our one C, but honestly, I could see us going into this year with Cole Sillinger maybe challenging for that one C spot, and then kind of again we'll we'll go from there. But someone like Andrew Cop is available. Um, he's been linked to Detroit, but he's a very good center he's got pretty good possession numbers um he would stabilize the blue jackets down the middle a little bit um the problem with and again we're going to talk about a couple other guys in a minute but the problem right now with going after middle six guys is that the blue jackets have so many middle six guys you know we have a lot of competent players we don't have a lot of those top elite guys um so I don't know how effective going after a guy like Andrew Kopp could be. I don't think he could be a 1C for us in the way that, um, you know, I mean, Evgeny Malkin, if he had come to the Blue Jackets, you know, in the, the wild the wild parallel universe that that happened, he immediately would be the top line center. Um, and thinking about a line of line A Malkin, Varchek is very, very fun indeed, but obviously that's not happening. So uh, we we move on. Pittsburgh ruins all of the fun. Um, but picking up a guy like Cop, I think, while it would make the center depth better, I don't think it would alleviate our need for more centers, which is a, a weird kind of catch 22 vicious circle that we find ourselves trapped in but uh i like cop um i think he's he could be a really nice piece for the blue jackets i think he would fit in well um in a minute we're going to talk about a couple of other guys that are available uh that are kind of slightly lower down on my priority list i think cop is the ideal guy um, however, I do want to note he has been heavily linked to the Detroit Red Wings, so we'll see. Um, again, in like three hours' time, we'll probably find out, but uh, in a minute, we're going to talk about a couple of other options that there are, but first, I want to talk to you about rockauto.com, because with the ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's basically impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why would you endure pointless or intimidating questioning, wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer? Choosing the brand that their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com and home and in your pocket, so you don't, have, you don't even have to get off the couch. You can save time and money when using Rock Auto, and they're a family business, which is awesome. Serving DIYs for over 20 years, and no matter who you are, those prices are always reliably low. They've got everything from brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, uh, even things like new carpet. If you could put it on or in your car or truck, rockauto.com probably sells it. So go explore the ECTU's website today to find the solution to your auto part needs and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, 
reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So, a couple of other options for free agency. Uh, the first one is a guy that I have kind of been thinking about for a while. Uh, Dylan Strome has not been extended a qualifying offer by the Chicago Blackhawks. So he will become a UFA at the age of like 24 or however old he is. He's still very young. He had 20 goals this season. I think he had 22 goals this season. Uh, he had 17 a couple of years ago. Like he's, again, not a 1C, but... He was very good on a very bad Blackhawks team. And uh, I think he he could come cheap. He's got a reputation as, you know, a quote-unquote bust uh, because he didn't live up to, you know, his being drafted third overall thing. And, uh, well, I don't know. I just, I like like his game. Yes, the skating is an issue, but it's gotten significantly better. and yeah, I think you could take a flyer on him. I don't think you need to sign him to a particularly long deal, but I could see him getting like a Sean Corrali type deal. And I think if you give him a winger to play with, you know, give him a semi-competent winger, give him Bjorkstrand and, I don't know, Gus Nyquist, I think that could be a really fun line. And I think he could be a really, again, a really solid 2C for the Blue Jackets. Um, so I think he's maybe the most likely but I don't know that he's a better option than Cop. Um, but, uh, you know, as previously mentioned, Cop is probably going to Detroit unless, you know, many things change. So uh, Dylan Strome is definitely near the top of my list for likely uh, Blue Jackets. Uh, the other name that I'm only really kind of turning around, I only really kind of started turning around in my head last night, uh, Vincent Trocek. Um, Vincent Trocek is a very good 2C He's also getting up there in terms of age. He's started to decline already, and he has enough heft to his name that I think he could command, like, I don't know, like a six-year deal, honestly, for... I, I Honestly, I could see him signing that 5 by 5 contract that seems to get handed out to everyone in uh, in free agency and i don't know that i want to pay vincent trocek five million dollars for the next five years so again he's a very good option um i think he might honestly he might be the best of those three right now but i think he's going to get steadily worse um he's already kind of started to decline this season and i think it's just going to keep on going down I don't want the Blue Jackets to be tied to a lot of money on an aging center, especially when they've made so many moves in the right direction to get younger and faster and better. I think signing a guy like Trocek is not is not the move for the Blue Jackets. So uh, we'll see. Maybe maybe they'll surprise us. Maybe there's someone else out there. Maybe they make a trade. Um, you know, we've got so many friggin' wingers. Maybe we trade a couple of our winger prospects for a good young center. Who knows? Um, but that's kind of, those are the three targets, I guess, that I would be looking at for the Blue Jackets in free agency today. So uh, we'll see how uh, how it goes. If anything big happens, uh, there will be video throughout the day. Like with the draft, we're going to be doing some of those things. And uh Nows will be coming throughout the day if anything happens, so I will keep all of you guys updated, but this is it from me for now. 
I've been Jay Foster. You can find me over on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. I'll be talking free agency all day over there. I'll be talking Blue Jackets free agency over at L-O underscore Blue Jackets on Twitter. Uh, I'm on YouTube. Find me there. Uh, the I've had a bunch of new subscribers in the past couple of days, which is awesome. But if we get to 100, then I can do a fun giveaway. So uh, go hit subscribe over there. And uh, if you have comments, questions, criticisms, uh, I'm going to do the mailbag questions that I've been getting over the past couple of days, uh, probably on Friday after we've talked about free agency. Uh, so if you have any questions, you can send them over to lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com, and I will put them in my list of questions. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for making this your first listen of the day or your second listen of the day. Uh, we're free and available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. So uh, go uh, go check us out on your app of choice. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.